This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. You're listening to Little Fish and I have Mama Kin on the line. Thanks for chatting with me today. Great, great to be here. How you doing? Very, very well. Now, having just released To My Table on April 14th, you've exploded onto the music scene. How do you feel about the reaction you've received? Uh, to be honest, I'm not really in touch with the reaction because I'm very, very far away. I'm in New York at the moment and in a little apartment in Brooklyn, and so I really have no sense of how it's really going over there other than the little bits of news I hear, but... Um, which is kind of nice because it's kind of like, you know, making an album is a little bit like making a baby and then you put it out in the world and it sort of gets a bit weird hearing people say they do or don't like your baby. So it's nice to be a little bit removed from it. (laughs) (laughs) Best analogy ever. Well, I'm sure you'll be very, very pleasantly surprised when you come back to Melbourne after your, uh, or to Australia after your break in Brooklyn to find that your baby has grown into a wonderful toddler and everybody thinks it's the cutest (laughs) thing ever. Awesome. (laughs) Baby baby talent shows. Wicked. (laughs) Amazing. It's a a dirty thing. It makes me feel all grotty when I kind of go there. It's like, you know, that thing of going, I want everyone to love my baby, but it's it's a weird thing. I, I often have this, you know, have this ego struggle with the whole making of music thing. (laughs) <laughs> but we won't go into that because that's going to, you know, you'll have to start charging me therapy fee if I, have, if I have to go into that part of the conversation. Oh, true. And I'm not on a couch, um, so we can't do the therapy. However... Yeah, but I'm supposed to be on the couch. You're supposed the to be on the couch. I'm, I'm not on a couch either, so it's all good. We can't do it. So let, we should just move on to the next question. <laughs> awesome. Keep it business-like. So tell me a bit uh, about the story behind the album, uh, Beaten Hollow, which you're releasing in July this year. What prompted you to make it? Um, well, it's my debut album, and it's a result of many years of completely denying my urge to make and share music. I mean, I've always kind of made music, but as far as sharing it, I was completely petrified of ever sharing my music with anybody. Um, that was until about two or three years ago when I started, more, you know, recording my songs a bit more and writing it a bit more often, and and I just kind of had a catalyst point of just going you know, all the bullshit I keep telling myself that I'm not worth doing it just isn't good enough anymore. It's not a good enough reason to keep feeling miserable and unfulfilled and blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of thought, I'm going to make this album. I'm going to do it. And my brother and I play together on the album. We've got a, we've got a drummer in called George. And um, it was a huge process for me. It was very confronting and very exhilarating and... I'm really looking forward to sharing it now. I feel really good about actually people hearing my music. It doesn't make me want to vomit anymore. (laughs) That's always a start. It certainly doesn't make us want to vomit one bit. Everyone has the right to vomit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to vomit, you need to vomit. All right, so listeners, if you need to vomit, you need to vomit, but I assure you when the album comes out, you won't. It's a fabulous piece of work. So how do you go about writing your songs? Is there a particular process you use? Um, yeah, I, have, I, I sort of just sit down. I write all my songs on keyboard mostly, although I just wrote a song the other day on a ukulele, which was great fun. I'm Fantastic. I'm while, while I'm over here. Um, 
so yeah, I, 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 I write on piano or I write on, on a Wurlitzer, which is really cool because just, yes, just today a friend of mine who lives in New York brought over his Wurlitzer, so I have a Wurlitzer here to play and write on, which is very, very cool. Fantastic. And I generally sit down and start playing chords and a rhythm and then words start slotting into it and generally about half or three quarters of the way through the process I get a, a light bulb moment of going, oh, now I know what this song's about after I've been writing it for a while and then the rest drops in. But yeah, I'm often the last to know what I'm writing about or what I'm doing. It's like something that happens very much in the moment and very much um, falls in at its leisure and I just have to kind of know how to get out of its way I suppose. <laughs> Fantastic. That seems to be the, uh, one of the things that a lot of songwriters use. They kind of write the words and figure out what it's about later. Yeah, it's a really bizarre feeling to be honest. It's really like, you know, you kind of feel a song coming and all these, I don't know, I spend, you know, phrases are constantly dropping into my head that I feel like might be a song or might be a line of a song and then I sometimes I write them down and sometimes I don't. And then when I sit down to write a, or sit down and find myself writing a song, then all these little fragments sort of slowly float together and make a picture that I didn't necessarily intend to make. It's it's a really bizarre feeling. It's it's the most amazing thing. I, you know, it's one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced, and it's definitely one of my most favourite uh, parts of this whole creative process. It's just it's an incredible feeling. It's otherworldly when it happens. Fantastic. Oh, I can only imagine. I don't have the songwriting prowess, but I think that, that those kind of creative experience things are just, you really can't beat them. Um, now, you're touring with the Cat Empire, which is very, I very exciting. Know. So exciting. I can't believe it. I was just having a moment about it before, just going, God, I'm going on tour with the Cat Empire. I can't even believe it. They're such a great band that make people feel so bloody good and so happy and they're just creating positive vibrations and to be able to share the stage with them is just an absolute thrill so it's great most definitely they're the most uh, fun live act i've ever seen well yet so i imagine you're in for quite the ride they'll be quite funny guys to tour with i think so i do know most of them so it's it's going to be great to be able to hang a bit more with them because they're they're a really great bunch of guys like earnest and really fun people so it's going to be great to hang with them most definitely. Now, I had a musician in a month or so ago. Uh, her name was Jess Ribeiro, and she was lucky enough to be involved with The Seed, your project with John Butler. I'd love to right. ask you about how you came to set that up. Um, well, I'm married to John Butler, and um, we uh, it was always a dream of ours to set up a fund for musicians, a private fund for musicians that was funded by artists for artists, and when he had success that he did with his album Sunrise Oversea and we were in a position financially to put our money where our mouth is or was, we did. And from that has come this initiative called the Management Workshop, which Jess was involved in. I think Jess is gorgeous, great musician, amazing girl. And, um, yeah, so every year we run this thing called the Management Workshop, which we this year we had over 200 applications for and we, from that we pick... Um, 24 participants from all around Australia to come and do a three-day intensive in the Blue Mountains in Sydney and it's just it's reaping amazing rewards for the music community and we're really proud of of the community we're creating within this music business of Australia and the fact that 
it feels like we're contributing to the strength of our culture because of that. So that's what the seed is. But if you want to find out more information about the seed, go to theseedfund.org um, for all the information you could want on it. So, yeah, we're always looking for contributors too. Like, we, we run only on contributions from people, people who are philanthropists and want to put money towards um, the articulation of culture. So, yeah, any of that would be great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, well, we all support uh, up-and-comers in the local music scene. Yeah, so this kind of project is just monumental to the growth of the Australian music scene and I just, I can't give you more of our support for that. Uh, we talk about it a lot on the show. It's a fantastic opportunity for up-and-comers, so definitely we will look up for more information and if any of our listeners want to find that information, they can also find the link on the website. But uh, back to your solo career, what are your plans after the Cat Empire tour? Are you thinking that far ahead? Are you going back into the studio? Um, I'm writing, I'm starting to write now for another album, which I'll probably record early next year. Um, but yeah, I want to do some more stuff overseas, particularly want to, uh, culture, um, uh, you know, careers in a career or play, uh, opportunities in other places like Canada and, um, Europe. Um, and so that feels like the next sort of horizon to be looking towards in a lot of ways and at the same time I've got two young kids and um, you know there's a, a great balancing act constantly underway so it's just it, it's it's fairly organic you know kind of looking ahead and staying completely present at the same time is is generally the modus operandi. <laughs> Sounds quite the challenge do your children come on tour with you? Sometimes depends how long I'm going away for and depends what's happening at home and depends on um, um, you know heaps of different variables but when possible yes and when com when comfortable for them yes um, and sometimes no sometimes they're with grandparents or aunties or uncles or all sorts of wonderful places that we can farm them out to <laughs> <laughs> most definitely they're very very lucky kids though to have such you know, a source of talent in the family I'm sure they won't be lacking creative inspiration. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope they feel... I hope they have a great freedom with their creativity. That's all I could wish for for anybody, really. It's just like just the freedom to be whatever creative vessel they feel um, attracted to being. Fantastic. Well, we hope to um, hear a lot more about you and how you're going, particularly on your Cat Empire tour. So hope yeah. you'll speak to us again soon during that. We'd um, love to. Absolutely love to. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for chatting uh, to me today. What time is it over in Brooklyn? It is 9.15pm. Oh, wow. Well, it is completely the opposite of that over here and... Horrible, yeah. horrible weather, but thank you for taking the time out of your evening plans to talk to me tonight. No problem at all, Hannah, and thank you for taking the time. I really, really appreciate your support, and hello to all the Melbourne people out there and everyone in the Joy FM community. Just thank you so much for your support. I'm just, yeah, it's a complete thrill. <laughs> well, we're all behind you, but right now I'm going to play the second single off the New album by Mama Kin to my table. You're listening to Little Fish with Hannah on Joy 94.9. You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. 
Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.